Hi, I'm Christian. And I'm Angela. And we are married. And bored. Well, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. We are here again (laughs) with, uh, you know, we're just kicking off week two big time. Big time. We hope you had a relaxing weekend. (laughs) Uh, we, uh, We just thank you for listening in again. And if you're new, welcome and Merry Christmas. Uh, we are in the middle of a two-week run of, I don't know, what we call our holiday specials. Yes. Volume they're, two. They are mini episodes. Yeah. If you're new or have just forgotten, we do episodes usually that are about an hour long. These are right around 15 minutes. Yeah. It's kind of fun to switch things up a bit. And the goal of these episodes is to bring a game that maybe would not have made the regular rotation in our show, and that also make excellent gifts this holiday season. True. Uh, so we had a variety of games last week. Do you have just one game you want to mention that we talked about last week? Well, I'm drinking coffee right now, so I'm going to mention Fika. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Fika is good. I had a lot of coffee today as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not currently, uh, which is why I just have water. That is nature's bounty. Nature's candy. There you water. go. Water. Um, so yeah, we had a really great time. But today we are going to be talking about Sky Team, uh, which was the rage this summer. The rage. Yeah. All right. You want to kick us off, Angela, and just talk a little bit about what Sky Team is? Yeah. And what, we're, what we do in this game. Okay. So in Sky Team, it is a two-player only game, which we did mention one last week called Boop. And was that you trying to make the boop sound? And Fika, actually, is two-player only. That's true. So this is another two-player only game, except it is cooperative. Yes. So you're actually working together. One person plays the pilot. One person plays the co-pilot. Ten-four. And you are going to try to land an aircraft together. So the mechanic is actually dice placement. You're going to roll dice and place them on your board to control things. But the trick is... There's only one phase of the game where you can talk to each other, yes. and then things need to be silent. So, quiet. <laughs> oh, you don't mean now? <clears throat> no, not now. Oh, Just okay. during the game. Yep, and so that presents its own challenge, and then you have to land the aircraft. Which you know, can I tell you a funny story about landing aircraft? Yeah. Have we done this? No, no, you don't know. I'm going to bring this up. Oh, wow. Okay. So people that have listened to our episodes before probably know that I'm in a book club. And one of the women at book club listens to NPR all the time. Mm -hmm. And I believe, I mean, I could be wrong, but she said she heard this on NPR. Maybe it was an article she read that 50% of men think that they could land a commercial plane in an emergency. Wow. Wow. Okay. How do you feel? Yeah, totally. (laughs) You do? No. (laughs) Of course not. Uh, Compared with only 30% of women, which I thought 30% was high because usually women, uh, like the whole... Run the world! (laughs) Well, we do. But usually the whole, like, men apply for jobs that are way beyond their qualifications oh, okay. and women don't apply for jobs even if they have the qualifications. <laughs> so it was just so funny because this woman was talking about 
her, she was going to tell her husband. And so she posed it as a question. And he said, absolutely, I could land a commercial airplane if I needed to. (laughs) And she, and she just was floored. You know how many like dials and flips and switches there are in a commercial engine? Exactly. Cockpit. I mean, so this is the safe way to channel that scenario is to play Sky Team. I mean, we watch. Did you did you guys watch Hijack on Apple TV? Like I did because I was with you. Yeah, that there's a scene where someone who's not a pilot should land a plane, and it's like they just make it seem so easy. They're like, we're right. gonna walk you through it. Press the red button, turn this, and then oh, we're landed. It's not. It, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Hollywood. It's another thing that you ruined. Well, I'm going to be honest. This game is more challenging than the Hollywood scenario of <laughs> landing an no, airplane. This is a, this is a toughie. Um, but the good news is, is if you crash, you crash together. Nobody. Uh, yeah, hand in hand. Hand in hand. Yeah. Um, okay. So that is the overview of Sky Team. And so why do we love it, Christian? Well, I think number one for us is co-op. Um, we started our board game journey uh, <laughs> by playing a lot of co-op games. Uh, and it was good for us to both get um, excited about winning. I get really upset about losing. Uh, and that makes me never want to play the game again. Um, but. Well, me too. <laughs> you like the challenge of going, let's try again. And I say, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's go to bed. Um <laughs> But this one, uh, it has the same thing. If I lose, I don't like it, but whatever. Uh, the co-op thing has just been great. If you're just getting into board games with a friend or family member, significant other, lover, whatever, um, you can... Uh, co-op is the way to go, in our opinion. Yes. Yep. So right off the bat, co-op was uh, one of the main reasons that I um, purchased this game. Fun fact about this game for us, we received this from Board Game Geek Secret Santa. Oh, my goodness. And I had never heard of it, which... You know, is not saying that it's a bad game. It's just I wasn't initially like, oh, I want to play it because I didn't have any hype in my mind. It wasn't on your radar. radar. Exactly. <laughs> um, but now, man, I love it. It's really, it's really slick. Um, there's two roles: pilot, co-pilot, like Angela said. Um, and they each have different things to worry about. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a, a nice, it's not tug of war, but it, no. it's more like a balance beam mm-hmm. that two, or a teeter-totter. That's probably better. Oh, there you go. And so you want to like balance the teeter-totter as mm-hmm. much as possible uh, yeah. as you get, as you try to land these planes or this plane. It's just one. Right. It's just the one plane that you're both in. What do you love about it? Um, okay. So I like the. I like the cooperative part. I think that's really cool and key for all the reasons you said. And just, I mean, especially this time of year, you might not want to go head to head. You know, (laughs) you might just want to keep it nice. Six damage. Um, I like that it's challenging. um, That we didn't just like bust in and like win immediately. Yeah. Um, I like the silent aspect part of the game. I like when games throw that in. Like, um, I think we talked about one night where yeah. there's the the silent night part. Um, we I, we've talked about kites before. I think it was in our last holiday special last year. Kites was yeah, that was a good. That's a so there's a sleeper hit from last year. Mm-hmm. So there's a a scenario in there that you can do where there's no talking at certain points, and and we've talked about the little card game, the mind before. Um, 
just here and there. And I like it when there's a twist like that. Yeah, I, I like it. I don't like it in this game. You don't? And this, it just seems out of place. I get why they do it. Because they don't want... You don't want to talk about... Inf- you're not supposed to share information. Not at the point after the dice are rolled. Right. So once you roll your dice, you have this little shield and you hide your dice. Mm-hmm. So I don't... You, they don't want you saying like, well, I rolled a six and I'm going to play it here. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of prevents like the quarterbacking of like a co-op game. Yes. Um, yeah. But I think you can still like, I don't know, like we played it with our son and he was like, dad, don't talk. And I'm just like, well, we just got this game and we don't know how to play. Like, I'm going to talk. Well, that's different, I think. Yeah. But even so, like, I feel like there's still some, I don't know. I think it's there to prevent the quarterback. Yeah. Like you said, like, hey, uh, I'm just going to do all the thinking. So why don't you play a four to your board? I'll play a three over here. Yeah. Just don't you talk play- about the game. Like, don't don't say, do you have any fours? Right. Like, it's. Right. <laughs> That's the integrity of the rule. Right. Yeah. Um, so I also like the dice placement. Mm-hmm. I like the. Mm-hmm. We don't have many games like that. I don't think Merchants so. of the Dark Road. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. We used to have Dice Forge. Yeah, but that was so um, long ago. And then we have Falling Skies. Um, but That's true. That's similar-ish. Yeah. But that's a solo one. But yeah. And I do like the, the board itself is really nice because it's all nested and there's the dice don't go anywhere, you know? Yes, it's very nice. It's, it's made very well. And putting it together uh, was pretty fun because there was a lot of like folding and then it's like they gave you these like little sticky tapes. <laughs> and they're like, put this here to seal it up. And I was like, oh, I see what you're doing. I so see. Cool. And then one of my favorite things visually is the center. There's like a aircraft. I don't know what the word is. The word is not levelometer. It's like- <laughs> but it, it shows if, how level your plane is to the horizon. Yeah. And there's a word for that, I'm sure. Uh, and yeah. like to see that spin one way or the other, like it's it's just neat to see that on the board. Like, is it called banking? Like, banking left or right? Yeah. I mean, that's like the action, but it's not a bankometer. No, it's not. Pilots, let us know. What is that thing called? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) all you men who can land planes uh, commercially, what is it? Let's say all the men that think they can land commercial planes (laughs) and all the women who probably really could. Oh, sick. Land a commercial airplane. Uh, One Uh, other thing I really want to say about this game, too, that I like. Is that there's multiple scenarios. There, yeah. It's not just like one and done, which would be dumb for a game to be like, all right, you did it. You're done. Um, but there's different um, scenarios and you can like mix and match some settings. Like there's different like distances that you start away from the airport and there's different um, elevations that you start at. So like all that you take in all that into consideration when you're playing. So mixing and matching that uh, adds to the replayability for sure. Totally. All right. Who is this for? Well, we mentioned that it's two player only. So this is going to be another one that I think like Boop, it doesn't mean you can't bring it to a big gathering. I think it just means like you're going to just be rotating. This one seems very much like a, a winner, like, okay, you know, like, like you just rotate through. Yeah. You just rotate through. Or like you said, if you have um, a roommate or a significant other situation, it's a great one because of the cooperative nature. Yeah, and it's short. So it, it takes... 20 minutes? 20 minutes tops. 
but it is pretty much adult only. I think it says 14 plus. Yeah, it's it's tough because they're with that teeter totter. Depending on what your your co pilot or pilot plays, you want to play within a certain range of his dice number or equal to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you you know your levelometer will turn too much. Man, we really got to figure out that word. <laughs> and you'll crash. Um, so there's there's a lot of stuff like you can the game could end at any time because you crash. Right. Because you went too far one in one direction or you were right. too low or whatever. Yep. Um, and then this is the toughie. Where can people find it? Yeah. So finding this one, this is the one on our list for this year that you're going to have the the toughest time finding. Um, we were very lucky to get it dur- during uh, the Secret Santa event. I, I have seen a few copies at our local game store, but your mileage may vary. Like, <laughs> just check. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if it sounds like something you're interested in. Um, and unfortunately, too, like even online real t- retailers are uh, looks like pretty much sold out on this one, which is a super bummer. Uh, even Amazon, if you're an Amazon person, you might be able to find some like uh, reselling Amazon accounts that have it. But you'll probably pay a premium for that. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, you signed up on the website for Scorpion Mask. Uh, which is the publisher of this game, which is a really cool name. Um, And they have a link to um, a supplier that sells this game for them, uh, and they're sold out as well. So you can sign up for notifications to get notified when they are in restock. Yes. So a little bit of a bummer this close to Christmas, but we did want to mention this game if you are out and about and you happen to run into it. It is is very cool. Very cool. Yeah, and obviously, like, it's if you have a pilot in your life, like... Oh, yeah, <laughs> completely. They might think it's easier than flying a regular plane, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's fun. All right. Anything more about Sky Team? Sky Team, you know, it's it's a good one. Um, yes, I don't think is. there's there's that much to say. Um, it's, it's tough. It's... But for me, even for... I'll just say for me... Um, not after losing and not wanting to play a game again, like this one didn't have that much of a, like, okay, I'm not doing this again. Well, yeah. And I think that has to do well with a lot of things, but the time is a huge contributor to that. Yeah. Uh, time commitment and then loss. The, um, the higher the time commitment, the harder the loss is for me. Sure. Yeah. Which... I hate very much. That makes sense, though. Um, and it for, I, I just love... Dice, the dice help a lot. I like dice games. Mm-hmm. And so rolling dice, and you just deal with what you have. There's really not a ton of initial planning during the gameplay, but there is some strategy based on what your partner plays. So yeah. it's it's a good uh, teeter-totter of balance. Yes. And not a hard um, game to learn. No, no, not 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 initially. There's different sections of the airplane that you have to control. That's the main thing because you have to be like, oh, um, in this section, do they have to be equal, or do they have to be within three, or do they have to add up to more than eight? And then like right. stuff of dice combinations that you just have to remember. But once you get that down, it's it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. You can get that plane down as well. Well, we wanted to mention. Two people that gave us some feedback from yeah. last week's episodes. 
And they might both be named Stephen. <laughs> yeah, so we posed a bunch of questions last week with the uh, with our episodes. We talked about holiday traditions. We talked about games you play, movies, Christmas miracles, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, we covered it all. Um, and so first, we want to say thank you to Stephen or Stefan, possibly. It's uh, Stephen with a PH or it's <laughs> Stefan. Uh, and he... Uh, says that they have a tradition of watching uh, Christmas Eve on Sesame Street every year on Christmas Eve. That's cool. That's kind of a fun one. And mm-hmm. then they open one gift okay, as well. Yeah. I've heard Christmas of that Eve. one before. Yeah, so like we mentioned it in our families. It must be a Midwest or a Scandinavian thing, but doing it all on Christmas Eve was the right. thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one gift on Christmas Eve is just... It's foreign to us, right? But it's cool. It's cool to hear. Um, and then he also says, which is this is my favorite part, is that he didn't have a fireplace in his first home mm-hmm. or in their first home, so he hung a Santa Claus key on the front door. Uh, so that's pretty great. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, yeah, because how does Santa get in if there's no chimney? I know that's crazy. But if you've watched the Santa Claus movie, we know. We definitely know. He creates one. Yes. You had a, I mean, in Minnesota, because you were born in Minnesota, mm-hmm. lived there till five. Yeah. You had a fireplace. Yes? I don't think we did. Oh, you didn't? I don't not, I don't think we did in the house that I grew up in. Okay. Well, not, I, I definitely did. Yeah. I don't remember one um, in that house. Not to say that it wasn't there, but I was also five. Yeah. You should remember everything. Oh, thank you. All right. And then the other Steve said... Yeah. Our friend from... Um, Critical Encounters. Yes. He also has a tradition of doing a pickle ornament. Which is, if you've never heard of it, you put the pickle ornament on and then people have to find it. Yeah. He says the kids try to, they hide it on the tree and then they try to find it. It's a race or something like that. Yeah. I've heard of that before. We've just never done it. And you see pickle ornaments all over. Yeah. With like Target and just at the stores and stuff. So that's a fun tradition that I know that Steve does and... Probably a lot of others based on what I've seen yeah. uh, in the stores. So that's pretty fun. Well, let's use his suggestion because Steve suggested oh, that's that true. maybe one of the questions we could ask okay. each other All right. is uh, what your favorite ornament is. Do you have a favorite Christmas ornament? You Angela? need to go first. I need to go first? Because I need to mull this over. You have multiples? No, no. I just have never thought of this question. Oh, I thought for sure I knew what yours was. But... Oh, now I do. <laughs> Yeah. So I'll answer mine, and I don't know if I have a favorite, but I have two that I always look, I always like, well, okay, it's changing right now. Oh. <laughs> when I open our ornament box, there's always a few that I look forward to either seeing or putting up. Okay. Like, it's not, I don't really mind, I don't really care if I put them up, but I like to see them get put up and make sure that they're on the tree. Yes. So there's one, there's a C-3PO head. It's just mm-hmm. bright gold, which is really cool. Yes. Uh, so that's one of my favorites. There's a Lego one. It's like a c- clear plastic ball with Lego pieces in it. Yep. I think I got that from like an ornament exchange at work years ago. Yeah, you totally did. That's just a fun... I had never seen anything like that mm-hmm. at the time. So that, that's one of my favorites. And then I have, speaking of Sesame Street, I have Sesame Street ornaments from when I was a kid. And they're like porcelain, Hallmark, Sesame Street ornaments. And there's like a Burton Ernie... Who were my favorite? A big bird, a Grover, or maybe Grover didn't make it that long. Um, no, Grover's in there. He's so long. He's got a snowman. Okay, yeah, he does. Uh-huh. Yep. And so, like, those were my favorite as a kid, and it's just fun to see those come out because I know that they're, 
you know, 40 years old, Mm -hmm. which is cool. That is cool. How about you? Um, Mine is Jack Skellington. (laughs) Yeah. But Um, explain what it is. It's just a... It's his face. It's from Disneyland. um, And it's so it's a white ball, right? Like a classic Christmas ornament. Yeah. But... But it's just Jack Skellington's face. Um, And it's... um, It's probably hard to see from far away, but his... Everything that's black is glittery Mm -hmm. black. Um, And I just... I love... I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. I think it's uh, such a good movie. And so I like Jack Skellington. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So he's a good fixture. Yeah. That was a funny one for me because I never grew up watching that one. Mm -hmm. And then I I, I knew because my mom thought it was creepy. Well, it is a little. Yeah. And and like not cutesy. Mm -hmm. So like putting that on the ornament on the tree, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, grandma's not going to like this one. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. We've had it for what? Eight years? Nine years now? Yeah. I mean quite a while yeah so yeah uh do you guys have a favorite ornament or yeah, like let us know do you do like the star on top or like or a bow yeah that's a hard one for us because we go back and forth between different things to put on top um or i was um reading christmas trivia for the kids w- one day last week and it said the traditional thing to put on top of a tree is an angel yeah oh yeah yeah i think my, i think we used to do that as a kid we had an, an angel an, yeah Okay, see, I, I've i never... You never had, had that? No. What did you do as a kid? I think it was just a star. A star. Yeah. Yeah. But your mom had very... Your mom always had, like, the magazine-looking Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. No, I was not allowed to touch <laughs> the Christmas tree or put anything up yeah. on the Christmas tree. It was very well put together, yes. but and it looked like it was from a magazine, which is yeah. great. Um, that's one way to do it. It is. To and not not get any of your family involved. Yeah, I think our star is drooping right now, which, you know, whatever. Um, you are the only one tall enough to fix that. I am. I'm going to leave it as far, as long as I can. Great. Merry Christmas, Angela. <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right, guys. So we hope Sky Team um, appeals to you um, or maybe someone in your life. And if you can't get it this Christmas because you can't find it, then think about it for a birthday. <laughs> we hope you have a great uh time looking for this game (laughs) great (laughs) take luck and care for it (laughs) we'll talk to you next time bye Just make sure your levelometer is level this this holiday season. Absolutely. And, uh, level we, it out. 